0: How are you? I'm good. That's good. I am also good.
1: That's good.
0: <laughs> this is the man and a little baby podcast. <laughs> I am the man.
1: I'm a little baby. <laughs> I don't
0: know what I'm doing. I'm tired. It's Me weird. Too. <laughs> uh,
1: what if I just talk like that? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know how
0: long I could do that, actually. Before I'm just like, listen, fucking knock it off, all
1: right? <laughs> Talk uh, like a person. Be an adult. But I don't want to. Same. Oh.
0: Ah, it is Goose Chase. We are here in the same place we always are doing this thing we often do. Oh, my God.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't yawn. I'm so We did this tired. last week. I'm always so tired. I know. Yeah, we
0: don't go to bed like... At reasonable times, like normal people. No,
1: and my job is mentally exhausting.
0: Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of good excuses we can make for ourselves.
1: Yes, Um, and I do regularly.
0: Yep, Yep, same. Um, Anyway, uh, we're back. It's Goose Chase time. Um, Oh no!
1: You forgot to turn the air off. I
0: forgot to turn the furnace off.
1: Oh, the furnace?
0: Well, the air conditioner.
1: The fan on the air (laughs) conditioner.
0: Yes, that's all I needed to hear. Um, doesn't matter. I'm not going to worry about it. All right. No, I'm totally going to worry about it. Hold on.
1: All right. And we're back. And we're back.
0: That's just so annoying to me. I can always hear it. I feel like Chris told me once he can't hear the air conditioner when it's on, but I can always hear it, and it drives me insane. All right. Right. Anyway, we're back. Um, We're back. We had a week. It was seven days long.
1: Yes. Twenty-four hours in each of those days. <laughs>
0: um so uh we we just took a minute to compile what the hell we've been up to.
1: Oh my god, it was so hard. Why are <laughs> we this old? Why can we not we couldn't remember what we did Sunday. It yeah. took us a full five minutes or more to deduce what we did. Yeah.
0: It seems That's like not right. it seems too easy to forget stuff now. Ugh. We are getting old, mm-hmm. but we did something interesting. We went to the we went to the uh, YSU Arts Festival mm-hmm. for what is probably the third or fourth year, third year maybe,
1: third yeah, third I think. <laughs> um, which well, I, I think you didn't you didn't come the first time I went, so maybe fourth. I didn't come
0: the second time. I went the first time and missed last year, and I went this time.
1: I feel like the first time I took the dog, at least, I went alone. I went when
0: Pokemon Go came out, and that was not last year. It was the year before.
1: And the year before that, I went with the dog. You were not here. You were in Texas or somewhere else.
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. The first this time I took the, dog, the first time I took the dog, you weren't here.
0: God, this is got to be so exciting for people <laughs> to listen to. Anyways, Nobody cares. We've
1: gone for a few years now, and <laughs> right. I like to take the dog. Because he likes it.
0: Yeah, he does. Bo gets excited when he's in crowds. Um, he gets excited to see people. He cannot walk in a straight line, and it's impossible that to take him annoying. places uh, for that reason.
1: But He kept randomly making beelines towards random people throughout the day, yeah. like for no reason. Yeah. Just like I'm gonna walk towards this old man, And I'm like that may, maybe he doesn't want you to.
0: I'm ninety percent certain he was following the scent of French fries for most of it. <laughs> Very possible. <laughs> but I'm not totally sure. Yeah, it's uh, but, possible. But it was fun. I think my favorite parts of those days are when we find like a uh, a random spot in the lawn to sit with him mm-hmm. and give him water and chill out, and he just relaxes and.
1: All I know is I left you guys in a shady area mm-hmm. while I went. Shady as in, like, covered in shade, not shady as in you're going to get shanked.
0: I left you guys in a really sketchy field.
1: <laughs> there was a scarecrow that looked like it might be alive. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's just a man with, like, straw all over him. The
1: song Cheaper's Creepers is playing. <laughs> uh, what? That's what popped in my head.
0: That's not so much sketchy as it's like I walked into, like, an old-timey, like a, like, a musical or something.
1: No, I was thinking of the scary movie Jumper's Creepers. Oh wait, where the song keeps playing? You know Justin Long, is in it? You know what? I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's not very good, <laughs> <laughs> cool. but it stuck with me. Okay. Um. So where was I going with that?
0: No idea. You no, you walked away to get Indian food.
1: Yeah, I went to go get food, mm-hmm. and you didn't want any. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying that in case people accuse me of. <laughs> not getting you Indian? i don't know i'm tired it was um, pretty
0: rude i asked you for indian food
1: and <laughs> you were like i N-na. gave you indian food you didn't want because i'm not a real human and i bought the wrong thing and then i felt bad being like i bought the wrong thing because the sign was in the wrong place so i just bought more of the thing i actually wanted yeah like
0: you ordered something and then we're like that's not what i actually want but since you'd already ordered it you just ordered something else too yeah <laughs> rather than be like whoops my mistake
1: yeah. yeah, well, because once they, they like handed it to me in the container and I was like, They're, they can't feed it to anyone else now. So <laughs> might as well just order the thing I actually wanted and I'll eat some of this other thing. It was good. I liked it. I, yeah. And I knew I did like that thing. It was just not the thing I was trying to get. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, as usual, their mango... Shake or mango smoothie or whatever they call it yep was really really good
0: uh it's even better when it's all over your shirt uh, as it turned out to be
1: yeah <laughs> and I almost dropped all my food too I was having some juggling issues We had so many issues just... <laughs> I usually have quite a few
0: <laughs> We had a hard time but we had a, yeah. but we enjoyed ourselves but I
1: get the point of me saying that was that I came back. And you were, there was like, there were two people standing there talking to you. Yeah, right. About the dog. This any time we take this dog anywhere, that's what happens. People come over to ask about the dog, which is half the reason I do this. Because he likes the attention and I don't mind it. See, I hate
0: this though. I hate answering people's questions. Yeah. I don't get excited when people are like, I like your dog. I'm like, I don't know you. (laughs)
1: you're like i don't
0: (laughs) yeah right exactly i could not disagree with you more stranger i do not care for him
1: (laughs) my favorite thing to tell people is when they're like oh he's so well behaved they'll be like yeah he's got everyone fooled
0: yeah that's it that's like when when he comes
1: out into public he's very nice very well behaved yeah not the same dog at home
0: completely different dog
1: also, I noticed something, and I know I, I told you this observation. Okay. I noticed something about him I never really put together, which is, like, usually with dogs, the right thing to do is obviously ask if you could pet them. Uh-huh. And then if you're told yes, like, even then, you usually hold your hand out for the dog to sniff, like, hold a fist out. Yeah. So they can, like, see if they want you to pet them. Yeah. Anytime someone holds their fist out to Bow. He just ignores it or like (laughs) snubs it. And then they go, oh, I guess he doesn't want me to pet them. And so I kept having to tell people like, normally that's the right thing to do. With him, you just have to go in for the pet because he just doesn't know what that is. Yeah, right. Like he has no interest in figuring it out, like in figuring out if you're a good person and you should pet him. Because he just (laughs) assumes that you are and that you're going to pet him.
0: Part of this is his upbringing. Your, yeah. your way of showing him affection is to clobber him with hugs and pets
1: yeah he's just used to it
0: yeah he just he just assumes it's just gonna happen to him at this
1: point yeah yeah I mean I do this thing with him that I affectionately call accept your pets mm-hmm. which is where he is standing and I drape my body over him and I like pet his sides and rub him and like rub his face but he just stands there and he accepts his pets right so that's like when we go out that's what he does he just stands there he's like well this is an inevitability just (laughs) pet me please (laughs) yeah and he i make this sound like it's like something he doesn't like he does enjoy the attention he just doesn't he's not super and this is a good thing he's he does he's not super excitable about it Mm -hmm. in the moment which yeah. is nice because like kids will come up to him and pet him and he doesn't like, for the most part, he doesn't like get in their face. Yeah. There we was had, that one kid.
0: Yeah, we, had a, we had a kid who tried to like let the dog off of his oh, leash. Oh
1: no. How about that? Oh my God, that's I like almost a, lost it. It's
0: a very scary moment <laughs> <laughs> when a small child grabs the clip for his leash and goes oh. to just release him. <laughs> do, you,
1: do you remember my reaction? <laughs> you, you went, oh no, 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 please don't do that. <laughs> It's like very abruptly like oh no 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 please don't do that cuz i saw i saw her hand going to it and i was like she's not going to do that or it, at the very least that. she's not going to be able she's not going to have the hand strength to do that she was <laughs> fucking doing it and that's when i panicked and was like no no no
0: that's funny do
1: not let my dog off his leash please
0: <laughs> yeah especially not in the middle of a very crowded festival right. in the middle of Youngstown State University yeah in a
1: city like, yeah. it's not even, like, in a park. It's, like, <laughs> the campus, and then it's in Youngstown, yeah. the city. Yeah. Just, like, I, my dog would get hit by a car in five seconds.
0: Mm-hmm. That was terrifying.
1: Yes. But the one I was thinking of is when we were leaving, mm-hmm. uh, we stopped to talk to my mom and stepdad because they happened to be leaving at the same time as us. We didn't even know they were there. Right. And this kid comes up with his mom and wants to pet the dog. I'm like, Oh yeah, you could pet him. And the kid was like, he was little. And so he's doing that like kind of shy thing. Cause Bo's a very big dog. Like good instinct. I, right. I understand if a dog is bigger than you, that's gotta be intimidating. So I understand that. So he was like kind of petting Bo. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's big. His head's bigger than yours. And as soon as I say that, Bo whips his face around and licks the kid right on the <laughs> nose. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> and the funny. kid, like,
1: he, he didn't freak out, but he was like, was a little scared. He, put, he jumped back. Oh, yeah,
0: he jumped back and he's like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> his face kind of was just like, uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like, oh, my God, Bo horrible timing as soon as i'm like his head's bigger than yours <laughs> <laughs> like oh please don't think my dog is gonna eat you uh but it, yeah that was sunday It was a good day and i got something there i purchased a piece yes, of art you, you did i was very excited with it's a print mm-hmm. um but it was a picture or a painting of a bear a oh, bear it's really cool the bear is like snarling and it has all these pretty colors in it. Mm-hmm. And uh you your D&D character is a druid and he occasionally turns into a bear.
0: Occasionally he's a fucking bear. He's a
1: fucking bear. Occasionally. So, um my headcanon is that this is an actual portrait of your character <laughs> when he's a bear.
0: <laughs> I had it commissioned. <laughs> I turned into a bear before the portrait just, artist.
1: Just so you can <laughs> commission.
0: It's completely blew, blew
1: a transform on that. Yep, that actually that fits your character. <clears throat> I'm not sure
0: in the future. Uh, there's maybe not in the future, happening.
1: but in the in the past, in yeah. the just before this last endeavor.
0: Yeah, we. I think one of the cool things about this game is like, especially for me now, the character development is getting very real. So yes. there are like changes of character happening, which is fun.
1: And our DM Matt, who listens to this podcast, mm-hmm. um, he has you know things in mind for all of us, and he has special, um, what's the word for it?
0: Well, there's like special items. There's special, like special items like, uh, plot that, that he's that... designed
1: for everyone. So yeah, he told me that mine has pretty much done, so that's exciting. <laughs>
0: um. Anyway, yeah, uh, that's the thing. What else do we? What What, what else do we got? What else happened?
1: Things happened. I swear
0: things happened this week.
1: So friend of the podcast, John, mm-hmm. um, sent in some ideas. Four of them. Four of them. Four ideas that are all really cool, and I added those to the list. So nice. looking forward to those. Um, uh, we played D D, mm-hmm. which we kind of mentioned. And there was Mouse Poop on my pillow. <laughs> And on my bed.
0: Okay, so before we started recording, you said, oh, I got to talk about the mouse." So I said, I feel like we've talked about the mouse quite a bit. And you said, I haven't talked about the poop.
1: <laughs> yes, just like that. Which is true. We I haven't.
0: We have not discussed the poop.
1: I went to go to bed one night and there was mouth poop on my pillow.
0: <laughs> it's not cool.
1: And then I went to go to bed the other night and I had put my dress on that had been on the floor and um, I think there was poop on the dress because I like set mail down on my bed and then I like leaned over the mail to grab my charger, which I then realized wasn't there because it was in another room. And when I sat back up, there was a piece of poop on the mail that I had just sat down on the bed. So either the mouse was currently on my bed <laughs> and pooped on it really fast and ran away without me noticing, which is unlikely. Which would be devious if true. Also that. Um, or there was mouse poop on my dress because I found it on that piece of mail and then on other parts of my bed and then I, I ripped the dress off and changed and gathered all my belongings and went upstairs and slept up
0: there. There's so many possibilities about where the poop came from and when. There's the timeline of the poop.
1: The poop was not there when I sat down.
0: Nefarious motives behind the poop.
1: I think mostly it's it's a, because it's a mouse. And needed And to or a rat. This poop... Looked less mouse-like. Oh, really? Yeah, but they don't—they don't cohabitate. Okay. Like rats will eat mice. They're very territorial, so it's either you got one or the other. But the other poops I've seen looked pretty much like mouse poop, so I don't know what's happening.
2: <laughs> uh, There's a critter
1: where I don't want it to be.
0: Yeah, uh, that's not fun. This no. is the mouse that uh, your mom referred to as super mouse.
1: Yes. I don't
0: think we talked about that.
1: No, I um. So, oh yeah, we, we haven't did. talked about this part. Maybe we did. Did, did we talk we? about this? Mm, I, don't, I can't remember. I don't Let's know. talk <clears throat> about it again, even Let's repeat if we beat
0: ourselves. If we, have. it doesn't
1: matter. So I, um, it was up one night, and I have this motion detector light, mm-hmm. and the light went on, and it it's not very sensitive, so it doesn't just go on for no reason. It's not glitchy or anything. So I, uh, looked up. And it was dark, so I turned my flashlight on and aimed it towards the stairs to see what was going on. And a mouse jumped from the stairs mm-hmm. up into the ceiling. Um, and then I told my mom about that. And was, so we talked about it, and I was texting her about it. And I think maybe it was the next day that when I saw it again that I told her. I forget the exact timeline. Mm-hmm. Saw it again the next night and got a better look at it that time. Yeah. Um. And it looked at me and I yelled at it. <laughs> I said, "You stop it." Okay. And when I was, <laughs> I don't know. I was Did in the actually, moment. Well, hold on.
0: Was that actually what you?
1: <laughs> I yelled, "You stop!" I think I said, "You stop it, rat." <laughs>
0: Wait, was it a rat or a mouse?
1: I don't know. I okay. said rat in the moment. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's hard to tell. Yeah. So it looked at me, and then I yelled, and then it turned around, and it walked upstairs, and then it came right back down, and it jumped into the ceiling again. Oh, my God. So at some point in all this, I was texting my mom about it, and I told her what happened and what I saw. <laughs> she was like, said something along the lines of... We have a fucking super mouse, which I thought was hilarious. (laughs) And I sent her like a laugh crying face. And she was like, I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny.
0: The idea of it leaping up into the ceiling is really kind of a jarring image. I mean,
1: what you have to know is like, so there's the landing. Yeah. And then it was like on the step right below the landing. And then the ceiling is almost in line. It's like not that much higher. And it it jumps up onto like a pipe.
2: Yeah.
1: Um does up there. So it, it's not that big of a leap. It's not like going from the bottom of the stairs all the way up to the ceiling or something. Yeah. But it is still a little weird to see that. Mm-hmm. Also it made sense cuz it's I know it's been in my drop ceiling. And so when I looked at where I had seen it go and then followed like where the pipes go The drop ceiling isn't, like, closed off on the side, so I'm like, oh, it's just following the pipes directly into the drop ceiling.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, like, they follow paths and stuff, and, like, sometimes they'll they'll stick to the edges of rooms and stuff if they can, right? Like Yeah,
1: because they don't have the best eyes.
0: Right, so, like, if there's a pipe to climb on, that's probably mostly what they can see. They'll just follow that.
1: Yeah, and it also makes sense because in the past, when I've been upstairs in the one room, I would hear it, and it sounded like it was in the ducts or something, but if it was, like, on pipes and stuff that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Anyway, I'm anyway. done talking about the mouse. <laughs> I think it's time. It's time for a little game.
0: Is it time for a game?
1: It is. I like Are you ready games. to play?
0: I think so. What's the game?
1: Uh the game is truths and news. Wow, wee
0: <laughs> you, you need to tell, you me, to you tell you me? You need to tell me? You tell me? Why you wouldn't happen do. to me It's time for truth and Time to play truth time time to and, and Everyone's playing. And everyone's, and playing. everyone's playing a famous game. Famous game. The game that's taken the internet by storm.
1: It's time for truth and a Merv
0: Griffin production.
1: Yummy. Yeah, All right.
0: Uh, so tell me about this Trues and Fnoose. As fast Truths as humanly and possible. and
1: is a fun little game where I give you two false headlines, one true headline, and you have to guess which is which. You tell me the trues.
0: Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs>
1: yeah, could have been better.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like that you added on. Yeah.
1: You ready? I guess
0: so. <laughs> as ready as I'm going to be.
1: You ready for the three? headlines listen because they're headlines (laughs) I what did i hear not just news stories
0: i believe i heard there's some consensus that i have fucked this up
1: yes (laughs) everyone who has come down on one side or the other is on my side
0: wow how many everyone's are we talking about i want two or three i want names
1: no, uh Laura and Kirsten come to mind and I think maybe Adam.
0: Well, thanks a lot guys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's know. just because I'm right. I mean, you could be.
1: I definitely am. <laughs> you could be. Anyway, the fact that it took us 80 episodes
0: to get to that tells me you're not paying attention. But anyway,
1: no, it just tells me that I had faith in you, <laughs> and I shouldn't have. Yes,
0: your faith was misplaced.
1: <laughs> Anyways,
0: all right, let's do it.
1: Researcher responsible for getting workplace burnout added to the uh, burnout added to the World Health Organization's ICD eleven diagnosed with workplace burnout.
0: <laughs> no shit, that's a good one.
1: Second one. All right, police. Tossing drugs in toilet could lead to meth gators. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Meth (laughs) gators.
0: This from the University of Florida.
1: Number three. Small Indiana town of Williamsport turns into Pawnee, Indiana in celebration of Park and Recreation Month. Huh.
0: Ooh.
1: You want to recap?
0: Yes, I do. Now I'm a little bit conflicted, but let's, let's hear it.
1: Researcher responsible for getting workplace burnout added to the World Health Organization's ICD-11 diagnosed with workplace burnout. Okay. Two. Police tossing drugs in toilet could lead to meth gators. Okay. <laughs> Three. Small Indiana town of Williamsport turns into Pawnee, Indiana in celebration of Park and Recreation Month.
0: <sighs> okay. Well. Now that I understand the way you're playing the game, (laughs) this changes things a little bit. I know that you reword them somewhat, but if they're real headlines... I don't reword them. Don't you reword them slightly? Mm -mm. They said you reworded them slightly. No, the
1: only thing I do is if there's multiple news outlets that cover it, Mm -hmm. and I like the way one is worded versus another one, I'll use that ones. But I don't reword them. So
0: then the game is slightly different. It's like not to try to figure out, like, what thing could or could not have happened. It really is about, like, which one is a proper headline or not.
1: Not necessarily proper, but which one is the true one. Which one sounds like an actual headline. I'm pretty good at faking it.
0: Mm, yeah, you're pretty good at faking it. Um, <laughs> let's
1: see. I've uh, become really good at writing news headlines, baby. <laughs> it should be my job just to write news headlines. Yeah. I don't want to write the articles.
0: I think there are people whose job that actually is.
1: Yeah, but they're also probably journalists yeah, and have aren't. to do research. I don't <laughs> want to do that.
0: Uh, I am leaning towards – I should just yeah, – don't say what you're leaning towards. Just say what you think, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I – oh, God. I'm
1: sorry. My throat just made a really weird noise.
0: <laughs> okay, so just off topic for a second. Uh, second the uh, There was an episode of Conan O'Brien. Timothy Elephant? No. Oh. It's, it's Billy Eichner. And the oh. opening of his episode is just a weird throat gurgle.
1: Timothy Oliphant has the same thing in his. Shut up. Yeah. It <laughs> sort of makes a weird noise. And then they talked about it for a minute and I was like, oh, my God, I've done that so many times. Really? Because that's exactly yeah. how the Billy Eichner
0: episode starts. That's weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. All right. Uh,
0: I think even though I'm... I, don't, I think this is... The weirder article, but the headline sounds truer. Going with Math Gators. Math Gators, final answer.
1: You're right. Yes!
2: Yes!
1: I don't like you seem to have cracked some kind of code. Yeah, I did. Yeah, this is going to make me have to work hard.
0: Rev- the game is totally, the game has changed. It's a different game completely.
1: Oh, you just wait until it's my turn, bucko. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, like, we're st- I'm still gonna play the game. I want to play it. So you- I know,
1: but now I know you're playing it that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not gonna choose things based <clears throat> on if I think it's a bad headline or not.
0: I can't believe you thought they were headlines. They were like whole sentences.
1: Well, I didn't know.
0: <laughs> we're still not over this, apparently.
1: No, we're breaking up. <laughs> That's not true. Our relationship is better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) But still, I'm mad at you. I'm mad about it.
0: Uh, um,
1: Yes. um, If you want to look it up, if you want to know more about this, you can look that up, baby. Because I don't have my phone, remember?
0: Because we have very limited information on it right here, right now.
1: Yes. No, I meant like you can look it up now and we can read it.
0: Um, I don't want to do that on the air.
1: Okay. Well, it's usually what I do. Yeah, Yeah,
0: dead air, comma, dead air.
1: Okay, whatever. Well, be a curmudgeon about it. I just didn't feel like going upstairs to get my phone.
0: Um, I, <laughs> I kind of think I could put like A, B, and C together here.
1: Yeah, math caters.
0: To- to- you know, like a, a, to- a toilet. A, to- a, the, a, a turlet. The, the turlet. <laughs> I seriously almost said turlet.
1: There's a turlet.
0: <laughs> you put the drugs in the turlet. And you flush the toilet, and the drugs go to the gators, and the gators eat the drugs, and the drugs addict to the gators, and the, they become drug gators, and that's
1: it. And then they lose all their teeth.
0: Oh, and they get real itchy. That's actually really sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're sad for I alligators? just pictured a
0: gummy like, alligator with no teeth.
1: Mm, and he's also very itchy. Don't forget about that. <laughs> and that's
0: sad because his arms are little, and he can't scratch anything.
1: He's like the T-Rex of Florida.
0: Gators, the T Rex of Florida. Mm-hmm. Truth. Anyway, I'm happy to say that I got that one. All right, the yes. game has changed.
1: I'm not happy about this.
0: Yeah. Not. Yup. I am.
1: Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So today we actually do have a middle segment and it's fucking weird I'm
0: so excited to talk about this This
1: is like the first (laughs) thing you told me when I came over tonight This
0: is really weird and I apologize
1: No you don't (laughs)
0: Not not really, I'm not sorry Uh, So today I was on Reddit where I learned most of the disturbing information I wish I could forget
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I was looking at Out of the Loop Out of the Loop is a fun subreddit Um, It really is just for like, hey what's this thing I'm out of the loop. What did I miss? Right. Mm-hmm. And the the post was entitled "What's with this thing? Uh, what's up with this thing of women running like vagina first at their cameras?" So I went, "Okay, I'll bite." <laughs> um, and what this is, it's actually like it's becoming an internet phenomenon that I that I only barely understand.
1: So I think I think first we need to preface this with the fact that most people are aware of the many inane challenges, yes. that happen on the internet. Yeah, Tide pod challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in my feelings challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. the the gallon challenge, remember that?
1: No, oh, is that the milk? Yeah, cinnamon challenge. Oh,
0: the gallon challenge was great. Just watching people puke up three quarters of a gallon of milk was <sighs> hilarious.
1: and half this shit is dangerous too yeah in my feelings challenge people running themselves over
0: yeah uh yeah some pretty scary stuff some of it but some of it is outright delightful and this is one of them (laughs) because it started with uh presumably as far as i can tell the origin of this was some guy on twitter saying i dm'd some girl and he sent me this video and the video that sent back and I've now seen two versions it was of the, the girl's same boyfriend
1: video. who sent him a video back.
0: Yeah. Right? I DM would this girl and her boyfriend sent this video and the video is him <laughs> lightly boxing the camera real quick and then jumping up in the air and landing ass first on the camera, which is funny. It's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> from as far as I can tell, the next step of this was that some porn star saw this and decided to do her own version of this thing. Also on Twitter I wasn't aware of exactly how dirty you can post on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't realize that. But there's like barely you, any filter. It's just like post whatever you want. It'll just like hide behind a "not safe for work" button or something mm-hmm. like that. I didn't realize this. Yeah, and the video is her like running across a room, <laughs> running across the room, jumping up and just colliding vagina naked. first with the camera,
1: naked or at least not closed from the bottom down. Absolutely, and there's naked. variations,
0: which is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but also kind of hilarious. I'm
1: just saying, I don't run naked. It's too hard <clears throat> on the boobs.
0: I don't think running naked is also I just
1: don't run in general, but
0: I think unless you're a championship streaker, there's probably no good reason to do, do it. Do
1: those exist?
0: Yes, there's professional streakers. Good to know. There's a dude that got paid to streak in England for a long time.
1: God, what's that life like? I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be real comfortable with yourself. Let's get okay. him
1: on the podcast.
0: <laughs> I wish we could. I'd talk to that guy forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so so she does this. This becomes an internet challenge, which is referred to as the running the, the
1: running behold challenge. <laughs> it cracks Dave up. <laughs> You originally thought it was called the flying b-hole challenge. Which
0: is, you know, equally funny. Maybe, maybe I mean, it, it works
1: also because they are like <laughs> leaping and landing on the camera with their butt.
0: It's so incredibly funny.
1: Now there is a subret dedicated <laughs> to it now.
0: Yes, the r slash running b challenge, which is compiling these things. It's, it's taken off. I'm not entirely sure why or who all these women are that have decided to do this.
1: I have a theory that the majority is porn
0: star. So. <laughs> they may well be. I can't think of too many people that are going to be comfortable with doing that. Right. Um, but it's like a phenomenon. It's happening all over the place. There's a well-circulated compilation video now of just some of the, the hits.
1: <laughs> and and one that like the Reddit... Red has chosen as their favorite.
0: Yeah, Reddit has decided that the original... It was the original. The original was oh, okay. the best, is what they said.
1: And it... It, it is. It's pretty- very clear. Uh, you can I, very clearly see everything. The whole thing. Right, whole kitten caboodle.
0: Right up that last second.
1: But yep. it's so funny. It's so funny. It's, what I'm fascinated by is the fact that, like... I don't know that I can do that. Like, run and jump when angle my... Yeah, like target your undercarriage.
0: pelvis. Target your pelvis at a camera in midair and collide with it. In just that. Also, ow. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're like colliding with a camera phone, maybe not so bad. Yeah, still. You know, it's not like an old like VHS camcorder. With I, you
1: a, know, I was kind of imagining yeah, like right.
0: a <laughs> with the big phone with like a telephoto lens.
1: lens. <laughs> 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 a phone, a yeah. camera with a telephoto lens
0: um but yeah no it's uh it's it's it seems like a lot of people are doing this which is really funny and i just i can't get over how silly it is it's like the weird it's a thing you would never until you see it you just can't imagine how bizarre it is to watch it so go look up
1: the running beehole challenge (laughs) i just i so i like
0: that i get exposed to these weird things via reddit all the time there's always some weird thing i don't quite get but this is the weirdest.
1: I like that other people are exposed <laughs> and running at cameras and landing on them.
0: <laughs> um so I guess I don't know. That's that's that. That's There's it. like like what else is there to say it about it? Tickled
1: this? Dave, that's all.
0: It cracked me up. I couldn't believe it.
1: That it's literally pretty much the first thing you told me <laughs> when I got here.
0: It's I don't know. I've never seen anything quite so bizarre in all my life. It is weird. Yeah.
1: Anyway,
0: (laughs) anyway, go ahead and check that out if you want to burn that into your head.
1: We're gonna have a little break, so uh, feel free to do that now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, we will, and we will be back in a minute with the main segment for the episode.
2: All right,
0: all right, stick around. are back. <laughs> you know we went almost all this podcast without a single clown horn.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: You're holding yourself funny over there.
1: <laughs> you, it's just comfortable. I just I
0: didn't even notice it but you're just like holding you have your hand just cupping and holding your boob with one arm.
1: Mhm.
0: You look like you're holding a child. <laughs>
1: You'd be mistaken Because it's my boobs
0: <sighs> All right
1: They're very heavy <laughs>
0: I, yeah I know I mean, I I get it so Why are you making I'm, mine, are, mine are getting heavier every day I totally get it
1: Sometimes you just gotta boost them up I don't have a bra on <laughs> Also, I'm a little bit chilly So I'm just like <clears throat> All right I'm like All in on my Curled in on myself Yeah, you're like
0: Kind of like folded in on yourself somehow yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on here. Main topic time. Um, so I want to start, before I describe the topic, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say that I think it is hard for us today to appreciate, before there was photo manipulation and before there were, like, really sophisticated techniques for, like, manipulating a camera image or something like that, Mm -hmm. um, how everything we saw in photo form like Carried a ton of weight right mm-hmm. Like now you can see things and not really Believe them or like be like oh that's, that picture is probably faked you know and Even now we have like deep fakes Where like people appear to be saying things And we go nah that's not real you know Yeah Like we are increasingly skeptical of what we see For good reason Yeah But there was a time where a photo Was really proof enough Um
1: So we we hadn't figured out how to fuck that all up yet. Yeah. Like
0: there, there were some early techniques of like double exposures and interesting stuff that you Mm -hmm. like used to, and there's actually some really impressive stuff that they used to do in like early cinema. There's something I'll have to show you later of like, like practical effects of a woman turning from like a beautiful young woman into a scary witch Mm -hmm. right on screen. Uh, Hmm. And I think they did it with like lighting and makeup so that as they adjusted the light, she like turned all haggard looking and scary. It was like Hmm. really clever stuff for the time. Um, But basically, you know, for a long time, if you saw it, you believed it. I get
1: it. it. It's like that thing where if you look at her right side up, (laughs) she's a pretty young lady. Uh And if you look at her upside down, she's a haggard old woman.
0: So all they had to do was turn the entire audience upside down.
1: Or the camera. No, I think
0: it's easier to move the audience, I think. Cameras are pretty delicate.
1: Oh, you're right.
0: Yeah. Just take the whole and flip them upside down.
1: Flip them upside down. Um,
0: anyway, I am going to tell you a story of a series of photos that caught the eye of the world, sparked serious argument about their veracity, and ultimately reemerged nearly 70 years later as an ongoing fascination. All right. Um, this is, I wrote, this is a lighthearted <clears throat> one. No one gets hurt in this one. This is the rare goose chase where uh, occultists don't murder someone. And uh, no one like (laughs) no no one drowns a baby. (laughs)
1: Mailboxes,
0: (laughs) right? Everyone's fine. Um, I also wrote. I don't think this qualifies as a mystery, as you'll see. The kind of like, as you go on, there's not there's no huge spoilers exactly, but I think it's an interesting story anyway. It's a reflection on how what people want to believe shapes what they do believe, Mm -hmm. and I think that in and of itself makes it very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um. This is the story of the Cottingley Fairies.
1: I was wondering if that's what you were leading up to. I put this one on the list. Did you? Yes. Okay. I forget how I found out about it. So I know a little bit about it, but I I really want to see what you have to say. I thought this was a super interesting story. One of the reasons I hadn't done it was because there really is pretty cut and dry. There's not too, too much depth to it, but it is a really fun story.
0: I think anyone who doesn't know this... Like, yes, it's not going to blow your mind, but but it's interesting about how people reacted to this thing for so long. Mm-hmm. The mythology that built around it and the decades of silence on it, too. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. Let's <clears throat> get into it. Yes, let's get into it. There's some side detours on the way, too, which are kind of interesting to me. Right. So the Cottingley Fairies story begins in Cottingley, England, which is a town in West Yorkshire in the north of England. Um, this town is the home of two young cousins. Their names are Elsie Wright and Francis Griffith. Griffiths? (laughs) Griffiths. Um, they were born in 1901 and 1907. Okay. Um, where the Cuttingly is a pretty small town and it isn't known for much else other than this story. Um, but it is really, really old. Um, it's one of... Many towns that are included in the Doomsday Survey of one thousand
2: eighty six. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What's that?
0: The name sounds more ominous than, than it actually is. The, I I think Dooms. It's D O M E S D A Y, but they pronounce it Doomsday. But what it basically? Spell it again. D O M E S D A Y, pronounced Doomsday. Okay. Um, I said this was uh so a little background on that. It's a survey of much of England, and it was done by King William the Conqueror. Uh, it was written in Latin. Its primary purpose was to survey the country to find out how many people there were, cattle, crops, all that stuff, basically for the purpose of, like, assessing taxes, but also for, like, assessing the property, because basically everything in the kingdom is the king's property. hmm Like, all these different towns and farms and like like all these areas are basically just being held for the king. Mm-hmm. I think it's something I didn't really appreciate until recently.
2: <clears throat> um,
0: yeah,
1: it's just like this. he's just like letting you live there for him. Yeah, because he can't live everywhere at once, and he's <laughs> right. got like a really nice big house.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he so, can't, yeah, he can't milk all the cows. Yeah, he can't do everything.
1: So he's like letting you do it for him.
0: It's like really weird the idea of like all this stuff is actually the king's like. I don't know. I guess I just thought like everyone had their property and they were all loyal to the king. But no, this is like the king owns everything. Mm -hmm. Um, This survey recorded 13,418 places. That's amazing to me. That's so much. And they did this in like the year 1086. 1086. So, like, how they got that much area surveyed so accurately really kind of blows my mind. It had to take
1: mind. a very long time. Yeah. By the time they did it, it had to be inaccurate.
0: Probably. <laughs> By the time everyone got home, like, whoo. And then, <laughs> Ten years later. Right. Um, so, yeah, basically this is, like I said, it's all mostly for the purposes of figuring out what the king owns and what taxes are owed to, things like that, you know, like all that. Um, but anyway, back to the story of Cottingly in nineteen seventeen. This is when the story begins. So basically Elsie would have been uh sixteen and uh, Francis would have been ten. Okay. right. So, uh, so they are basically they're they're two kids. They live in this town and their kids that like do what kids do, right? Like they they play outside. They um are known to disappear from the house for like hours at a time and play in the stream and play in the woods. Typical kids, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, what happens one day is they come home all muddy and wet, and their mother is pissed because I guess they've been told not to do this kind of thing. You know, it's like kid stuff.
1: Well, also they're they're women, they're ladies.
0: <laughs> there might be something to that. I mean, oh I
1: yeah, you, girls I mean, don't do that.
0: Well, they're little kids in a like a like a town in the early 1900s. I'm not really uh, sure what the rules are. Even I don't know. Then I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the culture.
1: Yeah. They should be doing some cross-stitch or something, <laughs> not out getting muddy.
0: So basically the mother confronts them and they tell her that they were only out in the stream because they were out there to see the fairies. Mm-hmm. And she calls bullshit, essentially. But the girls take the family camera out to the stream. They have a family camera, like a plate glass, like camera, it, like takes like negatives on like plate glass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they take the camera out to the stream. 30 minutes later, they come back with the claim that they have a photo. Of the fairies mm-hmm. So There's a lot of parts of the story that kind of strain belief. Here's I think the first one Their father develops the image Because he's a photographer which is part of why they have the camera mm-hmm. And to his surprise It's a photograph of Elsie Behind a bush surrounded by four Dancing fairies Um, He suspects That they are made of cardboard And doesn't fall for it and suspects that it's a trick um, And then a few months later They bring him another one <laughs> Um, And this one is of Elsie holding a gnome About a foot tall
1: <laughs> A little gnome A little gnomey.
0: Um, the part that strains my belief Or maybe just cracks me up I'm not sure which Like The dad doesn't buy it And won't lend them the camera again But the mom is like 100% in mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I'm like How could you both have Such wildly different reactions To this thing
1: That That doesn't that doesn't surprise me actually
0: it's it surprised me just because like the dad's a photographer, he kind of like like he would know enough to know like maybe the ways that this could have been done or something.
1: I don't know. I feel like in like the way I have it stereotyped in my head, I can totally understand the dad being like stodgy and practical, and the mom wanting to give into whimsy a little bit,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a stereotype, but I I don't know I guess it's, it fits some kind of narrative, right? Yeah But she is, she's completely in, which is really funny Because she goes from being like pissed off to like, oh, I get it It was the fairies It was the fairies, I get it (laughs) Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't know about the fairies I'm so sorry I yelled
1: at you Oh, girls It was just the fairies, good job What was I thinking? Finding those fairies This is amazing And how did you hold that? No. My children
0: are prodigies.
1: (laughs) Well, her child and her niece.
0: Oh, yeah. Presumably. Right. right, Exactly. Um, um, Anyway, about a year later, Elsie sends the photo to a friend of hers who lives in Cape Town where she used to live. They moved from Cape Town to Conningly. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, She sends a letter which nonchalantly says, I am sending two photos. Both of me, one of me in a bathing costume in our backyard, while the other is me with some fairies. Elsie took that one. Oh, wait. So Francis sends that. Wait. Yeah, Francis sends that. If she has to. <laughs> Boy, I wrote that badly. Anyway, I think it's kind of nonchalant and really silly. She just, oh, by the way, here's some pictures of me with some fairies. <laughs> here's some fairies. Uh, Really silly. Um, She also says it's funny I never used to see them in Africa. It must be too hot for them there. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of cute, right? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: like, hard to tell if she's, like, doing the hard <sighs> sell for real or if, like, she's being tongue-in-cheek, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, you're right, actually. Like, the tone there doesn't suggest immediately one thing or the other.
1: Yeah. It could be like, oh, look at this thing that I did. Look at these fairies. Oh, never saw them in Africa. Yeah. Or it could be like the hard sell of like, no, I never saw them in Africa.
0: I think now that you, I think now that you mentioned it, this, the subtlety of it, like the fact that she she doesn't just be like, holy shit, there's fairies. Yeah, kind of suggests it. Kind of is seems being, like
1: you know well, she's having a too. go.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're right.
1: But it's you know it's so hard to tell. It was so long ago and right. we uh, weren't there. Right. Um, and what if the fairies were real? And what if the fairies were real? I want to hold that gnome. He's out there somewhere. I'm going to
0: catch. <laughs> okay, here's where this takes off a bit. Elsie's mother attends a meeting of the Theosophical Society in Bradford. Um, and the, their meeting is themed around fairies, <laughs> right?
1: Naturally. So she, so she has the Naturally. perfect thing to bring. It's like show and tell for adults. <laughs>
0: um, she brings this photo mm-hmm. and the group is so taken by these photos that they show them at the group's annual conference later that year. <laughs> and then eventually it comes to the attention of some of the higher ranking members of the organization.
1: So what is this organization about? Is it all about fairies or is it?
0: So the Theosophical Society, I, I did some research I'm not familiar on with it. that word. Uh, neither am I. I, I did some research on it because it struck me as well. They are a, the, they exist to promote a archaic religion known as theosophy. Um, in a very very, very brief nutshell because there's a whole <laughs> bunch of weird things they believe. Uh, they believed that ancient Mahatmas cultivated wisdom and spread it through Theosophy's founder, a woman named Helena Blavatsky, in an attempt to revive an ancient religion that will overtake all other religions. Okay. Weird. Um, <clears throat> there's a, there's elements of reincarnation of what they believe, and karma. Also
1: interesting that the founder is a woman.
0: And a Russian, I guess, or something yeah. Eastern European, I'm not really, really sure exactly what, but it is interesting. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of stuff that kind of sounds, I don't know, kind of sounds Buddhist in nature or something like that, I'm not sure.
1: Well, like Indian Mahatmas?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they basically, they try to say it's not a religion, but it's obviously a religion, right? It's one of those things. Yeah. Uh, where they try to be like, no, it's not well, really it's like a
1: religion. Well, it's like a combination of philosophy and theology.
0: Right. Conveniently named so as to be able to kind of dodge and not be quite either. Yeah. Um, I had never heard of them. As far as I could tell, it's not still practiced by anybody.
1: Well, it definitely hasn't overtaken all the religions. We uh, know that much. Give it time. It's so they're chugging away.
0: Theosophy will take off. The South will rise again. All this shit's going to happen. Just <laughs> I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Just give it time.
1: Bated breath.
0: Um, so that's who they are. I had never heard of them before. Um, but one of the higher ranking members is a dude named Edward Gardner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He takes the photos of the fairies as proof that a human evolution is underway.
1: That we're going to turn into fairies?
0: They didn't quite specify, but the impression I got is that... The fairies have emerged as evidence that humanity has advanced to some sufficient state where something big is going to happen.
1: Okay, it's
0: like I said. There's like this karmic type stuff, or maybe like the fairies
1: in. are like revealing themselves to humans because we've reached a state that that you know they approve of us. And yeah,
0: that's that's sort of what I mean, I guess. Yeah. Is like we've we're we're reaching a point of sufficient evolution that now we have access to the fairies. Isn't that exciting? We leveled up. Now we get fairies.
1: Now we get the fairies. Um, it's all I've ever wanted, really.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, I, I like fairies. I fairies to do things like make my coffee for me and dust around mm. my house. Mm. I think I'm descri- describing maids. You,
1: you know, <laughs> yes, but you you can't talk about the brownies. Brownies? The ones you do the cleaning. You can't talk about them, or they won't clean your house.
0: What are you talking about? The
1: brownies. What are the brownies? They're the ones that do the cleaning.
0: You are freaking me out.
1: Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> brownies are fae folk that will clean your house and I've... you leave them little treats, but you can't tell any. Well, this is actually part of this is um, according to Dresden Files. Okay. Um,
0: I've never heard the this The
1: fictional before. book. He has brownies that clean his house. I forget how that comes about. Like he he does them a favor or something, and they they fall into favor with him, and so they start cleaning his house. Yeah, but you can't tell anybody that they're cleaning your house because if you do, they'll stop. Like they get offended, and so for like the better part of like three or four books, it's just other characters coming in and being like, "Oh my god, this place is clean," and him having to like. Pretend that it's him and <laughs> okay. not say that it's fairies because they won't do it anymore.
0: I want that deal.
1: It's the brownies.
0: The brownies. But you can't talk about the brownies. Well, then I guess you'll never know if I find them or not. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Our friends will know when suddenly this place is spotless.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that would be a weird day. <laughs> um. So anyway, Gardner, the guy I mentioned, mm-hmm. he runs with this big time. He is all excited about this. He, he takes Sounds
1: a, pretty gung-ho.
0: He's got a lot like writing on this. You yeah. know, like he like they're all looking for some kind of sign. Like that's one of the things that's been happening with them at this time is like there have been seances that they've been holding and stuff, like claiming something big is about to come around the corner. Because of course, someone who's running a seance is gonna say that to you. Yeah. You know, but he thinks this is it. <laughs> He's very excited. I want to go
1: to the seance where they're like, nope, nothing happening. Next 20 years is going to be pretty boring for you.
0: <laughs> nothing in your lifetime, so just relax and watch TV.
1: Oh, they don't have that then. Yeah, I know. Relax and pretend there's fairies.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, he sends it to a photography expert. He's like trying to get it validated, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that guy certifies it as genuine, but he also does so with the caveat that he says while there's no trace of studio work or manipulation he doesn't rule out that there was something in front of the camera that wasn't genuine duh <laughs> right
1: like fake fairies yeah like he's
0: basically saying like no the photo's real it's probably a photo of fake fairies but it's real but it's real like what a dumb <laughs> assessment I
1: like that it's a photo of fake fairies but <laughs> the photo's legit
0: I mean that's basically what he's saying
1: yeah he's like no
0: there was something the camera was pointing at that thing. Just don't know what it was. It's like, all right, dude, (laughs) what are you you for? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, these pictures uh, get used at lectures all over the world. Uh, Gardner sells them, in fact, which is kind of not cool. You don't have the license to do that. Yeah. Um, This is where we get the coveted celebrity endorsement. That much needed celebrity endorsement to get the, the train it? moving—it is none other than friggin' sir, sir but let me try that again, friggin' Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Friggin' friggin' I, all that because I wanted to say friggin'
1: friggin' <laughs> Sir Arthur Conan friggin'
0: Sir Doyle Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, who you know from uh, the the uh, Sherlock novels and maybe yeah. not that much else. I
1: mean, you know, it, it's elementary, my dear Watson.
0: Uh, he is a huge spiritualist. I didn't know this. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know why. I, I guess I just assumed the dude that wrote Sherlock was just like Sherlock. Yeah, just like I don't know, I devoid
1: didn't, I, of <laughs> I didn't personality. Believed, I didn't think he believed
0: in ghouls. Like, oh yeah. no. Uh But he, but he does, and he. Uh, Sees these photos in a magazine, actually, and uh, it just so happens that he has an article of his own to write about fairies for a Christmas issue of another magazine.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know why. Uh, He gets all hot and bothered and contacts the family for permission to use these photos.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And he gets permission. Uh, The dad says that's fine, but he refuses to be paid for it. I found that interesting.
1: Hmm. Like. if he's still <clears throat> convinced that they're not legit mm-hmm. and he's a professional photographer, it might be a matter of, like, yeah, pride his... and professional, like, uh, reputation. Doesn't want his name on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That makes sense, actually. I didn't think about that. <clears throat> um, so the next step, <clears throat> once they have the permissions, S- Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, friggin Sir Arthur Conan Doyle.
1: Friggin Sir <laughs> Arthur Conan
0: now i'm gonna say it like that from now on he uh they they he's looking for more expert opinions
1: Mm -hmm. he
0: takes it to kodak um they again agree that the photos are not manipulated but they're still skeptical that they're fairies it's the same assessment right (sighs) they look for a third opinion they find a company named ilford who are a little bit more direct and they suggest there's evidence of faking so they're a little less convinced right um He takes those two assessments and the prior one and considers it two out of three. Good. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Because two companies were like, no, that's a picture of something, probably something fake. And the third one was like, there might be some fakery. And he's like, two out of three ain't bad.
1: It's funny because it's not that far off from things that happen today.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, you're right. It's spin, right? Yeah. That's what kind of cracks me up is like when I said at the beginning that this is a lot about like what people want to believe shapes what they believe. Yeah. You can see it here.
1: It just you mentioned spin, so it just reminds me of our last episode when all of the spin that the essential oils company would use.
0: Yeah. I mean, We've talked about a great variety of people who can spin a yarn and, you know, make themselves look great and mm-hmm. hide their failures and manage to get past them. And, th- th- you know, I'm not calling Sir Arthur Conan Doyle friggin Sir Arthur Conan Doyle a uh, a failure. I'm just saying he didn't, he, get was a great, failure. he didn't get great endorsements here and he just, no, nah, it's fine. I heard what I wanted to well,
1: hear. Well, yeah, when you want. To hear something when you fully believe something, you, there's not a huge threshold yeah, that needs to be crossed for you to be okay with it vindicating you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Or validating you is probably a better word. So, <clears throat> let's see.
0: Uh, this part kind of cracks me up a bit. Three years later, Gardner comes up with a plan to get more evidence of fairies. Because I guess these these two photos are old news now. Yeah. In three years, what else you got? Fake news, <laughs> f- f- news,
1: f- news. He's had enough
0: of f- news, he wants some truths. So, <laughs> he brings the girls another camera and more plates. He has them secretly marked, which I guess is to verify that they actually take the pictures that with they're those his. plates. Yeah, like as opposed to like take it or like transfer it to something else and do some or, manipulation. Like, use
1: a different plate that's been manipulated,
0: <clears throat> right? Um, he basically says. Try and get the fairies again. Uh, don't worry, no pressure. He's pretty chill about this, you mm-hmm. know. But I think what he wants them to do is essentially like recreate the circumstances that they got the fairies with the first time.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and about a month later, they present him with three more photos. Um, Gardner flips out. <laughs> he telegrams Sir Friggin Sir Arthur Conan Doyle immediately, and says, "When our fairies are admitted, other psychic phenomena will find a more ready acceptance." we have had continued messages at seances for some time that a visible sign was coming through. So this is what I mean about seances, right? They, mm-hmm. Like, he's he basically saying, well, once the fairies are demonstrated, dem- demonstrated true, everything else that we are talking about will be true, right? Like, this yeah. will just be the first thing.
1: In a long line. Right. Um, of fake shit that we believe.
0: I think, yeah, I think it's really, really relevant that they were waiting for a sign, though, right? Yeah like the like
1: yeah like like many religions and philosophies and theologies and
0: much of the things we wish to believe to believe that we wish to be true that are like kind of obviously not true but we'll take what we can get
1: yeah well a a lot of people will you know universe give me a sign right i want to get a candy bar but i probably shouldn't but if i should give me a sign (laughs) oh i just saw a billboard that heads for Snickers? Guess that's a sign.
0: (laughs) It said you're not you when you're hungry, and I'm not me when I'm
1: hungry. I need to eat a Snickers. Thanks, billboard. I mean, that's a silly, exaggerated example. But, I mean, people have that mindset all the time.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. People will jump at anything that validates them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Fregan, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's fairy article, (laughs) arrives in December 1920 in The Strand magazine.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, The issue sells out in two days. Uh, They refer to the family uh, by pseudonyms, um, you know, to protect their identity. Mm -hmm. Um, And Doyle makes a strong case for the authenticity of the photos in, you know, like a written case for it. Um, He says... The recognition of their existence will jolt the material 20th century mind out of its heavy ruts in the mud and will make it admit that there is a glamour and mystery to life. Having discovered this, the world will not find it so difficult to accept that spirit that that spiritual message supported by physical facts, which has already been put before it. It's a little bit clumsy, I think, but (laughs) (laughs) um, he he makes a pretty forcefully worded argument that people don't buy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it seems like most people either think he's been fooled or that he's joking. Other people are, like, genuinely angry. Uh, and one reaction from someone that I think could have been us in the 1920s uh, says this. I believe that the inculcation of such absurd ideas into the minds of children will result in later life in manifestations and nervous disorder and mental disturbances. <laughs> Um,
1: inculcations definitely a word we use often (laughs) does sound like us
0: i'm always going on about inculcations i can't stop i have no
1: idea what that word means (laughs) i
0: i can only figure it out through context clues yeah um but uh that that person who said that was major john hall edwards an early x-ray researcher
1: hmm fancy
0: science man
1: yeah i like him
0: I like him too. Well, I like that assessment. Anyway, I don't want to say I like him because you dig into history, you find out all kinds of terrible things. I don't know anything about this guy.
1: <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I'm standing by it.
0: Famous X-ray researcher and woman murderer.
1: Yeah, still stand by it. <laughs> 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 Digging in on this one.
2: I'm Nothing too, can in, possibly go I'm wrong. In too deep.
1: <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> I've never been burned by this before. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) Um, Anyway,
0: next year, 1921, people are over it. This whole fairy thing takes like no time to fade out. Um, The girls are over it, too. They're not even into it. Um, There is a photograph of the girls with a psychic named Jeffrey Hodson, who Gardner brought to Cottingley to meet them.
1: And they're just like smoking cigarettes and not paying attention to them.
0: Well, they even they commented years later when they saw the picture and they're like, yeah, look at us basically over this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? Like
0: like they've had enough of fairies is what they were saying.
1: Well, when this started, one was 16 and one was 10, right? So like right. a year later, one's 17, one's 11.
0: Yeah. It started in 1917 and this is now 1921. So that's four whole years later. Okay. So, like now, so one of 20, them is 21 20 and 14. 20 and 14. 21 and 14. Yeah. 21 and 14. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. One of them's like getting into boys, and right. one of them's been into boys. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and is like, or girls. <laughs> or girls. Or girl, or whoever.
0: Don't straight wash history,
1: Christy. I, you know, I refuse to. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. But
0: yeah, no, they they're over it. This is no longer interesting to them.
1: They've grown out of it. It was like a fun thing, a fancy of the imagination, right?
0: That guy Jeffrey Hodson that I mentioned, Mm -hmm. the psychic, the funniest thing is that while he's there, he writes all kinds of crazy notes about his visit and talks about how he saw the fairies everywhere. And he has all these details and writes this elaborate stuff and the girls... Never make any such claim while he's there. So imagine these young women. This guy comes into town and he's like, Oh, the fairies, they're everywhere. And they're like, Whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> you do you. I'm over this. There's even a picture of them just being like, Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It just like, cracks this me is, up.
1: This is like a joke. It's like a thing we did when we were kids. And right. now like four years later, we're still being badgered about it.
0: I mean, I have deliberately avoided for a great while here what uh, I think happened or what they say happened or what the true story may be behind all this. But we're getting there.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Um, I've avoided it because I think it's fun how it all plays out. Yeah. In, in public. Right. Um, <clears throat> which is where we are next here. Starting in 1966, which is obviously well after all of this, right? So uh, what, tw- uh, 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 forty-five years later, mm-hmm. um, there is a cycle of reinterest that happens around the story, and little every every time it's talked about or investigated, little things get added to the story. Mm-hmm. So in 1966, Elsie is interviewed by the Daily Express and uh, says that the fairies may have been figments of her imagination. Her words. Um, when pressed on this, she refuses to clarify what that means. Mm-hmm. In 1971, now, five years later, that quote resurfaces on TV uh, in, in a program called Nationwide, in which Elsie doubles down on Nationwide that quote.
1: Nationwide is on your side.
0: Nationwide was not on their side. They were grilling them good. <laughs> um, and uh, she refuses to you know, dispute what she'd said previously. She says, I've told you that they're photographs of figments of our imagination, and that's what I'm sticking to kind of dug in, right?
1: Well, this is like a thing they did for fun when they were like 16 and 10 and yeah. it's 40 plus years later. Yeah. and they're still being bothered about it. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you made up a story with your brother when yeah. you were little? And it like it went viral Essentially and then every so many Years people keep bothering you About this story that you (laughs) made up when You were like 16
0: just pictured like It's like dateline
1: and It's like one (laughs) night
0: and I'm sitting on a chair And some guy is going now this Imaginary friend of yours Jeffy hmm, Sources say that you said he Ate your chippies but we think you ate your Own chippies (laughs) What do you have to say to that what's your Comment (laughs) love it. Right, it's just like trivially, trivially childish stuff. Yeah. Why is this on a news program other than the fact that it got so big?
1: <laughs> other than the fact that the news has always been grasping for straws.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I mean, this in fairness it was a story. It was big. Like it wasn't like the news made this out of thin air, but it's it's weird to follow up on it too. Yeah. Like couldn't we all just kind of shrug and be like, well that was cute. But, hmm. I, but I guess they didn't decide to do that Well, everyone
1: loves a mystery. And <clears> any <throat> kind of media will always milk as much as they can mm-hmm. from a mystery.
0: It's also interesting, though, that all those years later, they stick by the story. That's kind of interesting, too, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so anyway, in 1976, this is another five years later, they tell a Yorkshire TV journalist, quote, a rational person doesn't see fairies, end quote. But they still refuse to admit any fakery. <laughs> so man you're like getting closer and closer to something and not yeah. saying it right mm-hmm. 1970 or no this is after that i'm not sure when uh this is a great big leak in the story and you're going to appreciate this one of our favorite people james randy nice undertakes the investigation um he worked with a team uh from what is now the center for inquiry Mm-hmm. and enhanced
1: that, that is an amazing group by the yeah, way cfi um some of our <laughs> favorite podcasters, Ross and Carrie, mm-hmm. have been in the past and possibly still are. I don't know if Carrie still is. I think Ross still is involved with the Center for Inquiry in L.A.
0: Yeah. CFI does a lot of, like, uh, very valuable skeptic type stuff.
1: Kind of um, what the James Randi Foundation does, too. They they yeah. offer to, like, they test people who's, who claim things. right. Like, claim they, can, they have abilities and, and things like that. Right. And go on little investigations and stuff like that.
0: This one is, I feel like it's fun that James Randi undertook this one, because it seems like a little bit of a, I don't know, it just seems like kind of a softball for James Randy. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It just seems, like, interesting that he decided to take this one on. But he
1: does. Well, it's clear. It's a story that's been going on for, like, 50 years. 60 years, and, right? And enough so, people
0: believe it is probably the thing, too. Enough yeah. people probably really believe this.
1: And also, it could be a nice introduction of a lot of people who don't know who he is to James or Andy.
0: Mm-hmm. Or to, like, like generally the, the...
1: Skepticism.
0: Yeah. So, he has a team. They enhance the photos digitally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they reveal what they say is with certainty that they are little pictures... Uh, of that are held up like cardboard pictures that are being held up with strings in the photograph. Um, this is impossible to see until they like enlarge the negatives digitally. But, um, so I tried to find those images. I tried to find the enhanced images. I thought that they might be readily available cause why wouldn't they? But they're mm-hmm. not, I couldn't find them. <laughs> they're probably out there somewhere, but I couldn't see them. Um, Also, shortly after this, Geoffrey Crawley, who is the editor of the British Journal of Photography, also does an investigation from 1982 to 1983. He also concludes that it's a fraud. Mm -hmm. So this is now like two major studies in the 80s that come to that conclusion after all these years. It's kind of crazy. Like this started in 1917. This last investigation ended in 1983, (laughs) right? Is that 65 years? 66 years? Sure. It's a long
1: time. It's... It's been a long time. Now I don't believe in fairies, but oh, wait. wait.
0: Nobody knows what that Nobody is. Nobody
1: knows what that is. So, <laughs> in
0: 1983, the Elsie uh, 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 and Francis decide that they have to give an interview um, after having been investigated over the last few years in kind of like big public ways. They shock the world. I wrote, shock the world by admitting that the photographs are fake.
2: (gasps) I do declare.
0: I I also declare. Um, I think I have a case of the vapor. Oh my word! I never heard such a thing. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is like British, and I'm doing like a Southern accent. I I
0: don't know, know (laughs) dude. Uh, So this confession that they give uh, Is that they say the fairies were cutouts From a popular children's book They staged them and posed them And that they got rid of the cutouts later They like hid the evidence of what they did later Mm -hmm. Right Their confession leaves a shit ton to be desired Yeah Even though they finally decided to say this Here's the thing They both claim they actually saw fairies (laughs) So they've gone this far to to admit to having staged fairies, but swear there were real fairies they didn't get on camera. And it's not even just that. um, Francis still won't confess that the fifth picture is uh, is is fake. So Elsie says they're all fake. Mm-hmm. Francis says. The first four were fake, but the fifth one I actually aimed and shot and I got those fairies on film. That's that one's real. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious to me.
1: Well, also this these are two people who've basically had a lifetime of attention.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. like
1: why would you want to you that's what you know and like it would feel kind of sad to kind of give that up right
2: yeah it really like, would
1: totally give up the ghost like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would
0: be sad because that's kind of your one big it's like your legacy right it's your it's it's the it's an international thing connected to you and outside of that
1: yeah and it, what like 16 and 10 year old yeah has that especially in that time yeah right and all these years later are still getting media attention for it. I wouldn't want to give it up either. Yeah. And also there's a bit of whimsy to it. It's like as much as I'm a skeptic, sometimes it's a little sad to like put a fine point on it and, I know. and let it go.
0: Well, I kind of just wish they had never done this interview. Yeah. Just like you figure it out. <laughs> right? Like when I started this and said no one got hurt in the course of this, I really kind of think no one got hurt. Yeah. There is some argument to be made that you shouldn't believe in any of these silly false things because they open the door to other silly false things. Mm -hmm. But man, is this like...
1: It's fun.
0: It's it's fun and it's silly and it's like I really doubt anyone was critically hurt by this thing.
1: It's fun to indulge in that. Yeah. As I said, I love fairies. I have Mm -hmm. multiple books on fairies. I think they're... Yeah. It's like really cool. And I wish they were real. I don't believe they were real. But. <laughs> right. But I understand indulging in that. Well, it's not like the,
0: it's not like the girls came out of the woods and they said we found fairies. And they said we all need to immediately change uh, our religion uh, to the. Uh, the, the we're awesome. all Mormons now. They didn't <laughs> do that. <laughs> they just we saw fairies. It's cute. Like they didn't demand. They came out of the anything. woods and they're
1: like, we found some fairies. Yeah. Um, they gave us some arsenic and they said, we got to drink it up. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> the fairy said, we all need to drink the special drink. So get in line. <laughs> like that didn't happen. No one gets hurt. This is a pretty harmless thing. Yeah. And I kind of wish they hadn't given that interview. But anyway, um, as regards to that fifth photo, some people think that the fairies in photo five might be a double exposure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Something accidental uh, so that they were. So maybe that's why she. <clears throat> like right. hanging onto that one. That would account. Like, well, for, we didn't stage it, so right. That would account for
0: like she swears that she went and just took a picture of the grass, and then there were also fairies in there, and isn't that weird? Like that would account for the discrepancy between the two. Yeah, but I don't really buy it. I think, I think they know what their fake fairies looked like. Yeah, like, I think they know their arrangements and the the little cutouts they used. I think it just seems it seems like a silly.
1: Well, I I think. What it is is that yeah they know what their fake ones look like, but when they take a photo and there's something in there and it's not their fake ones, right? That's where she's like, well, I didn't, I don't, (laughs) I didn't really think they were real, but now like, (laughs) some in there and I didn't do it. Oh shit! I mean, yeah, (laughs) maybe it's real. I don't know. My God. Um. Finally, nineteen eighty
0: five uh the, the girls are interviewed on another tv program
1: and i think at this point we can call them women <laughs>
0: oh yeah you're right <laughs>
1: In, it's my been head, in my quite head, a while. in my head they're still little girls like, <laughs>
0: like i know they're not but they're, they're still little girls to me that's weird that's very weird
1: they're like what in their 60s?
0: well they were they were born oh god i go back and find out but like if they were born in 1901 and 1907 then the oldest of they're them they're
1: 80
0: <laughs> they're 80 year old little girls <laughs> Uh, one's a 70-year-old little girl and one's an 80-year-old little girl. That's weird. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's 1985. They're interviewed on a program called Arthur C. Clarke's World of Strange Powers. Wow. Um They give an explanation for what happened that's a little bit more, I think, honest. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of odd and kind of sweet. I think it's really relatable. Uh, I think it just kind of sums up how I feel about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, is they <clears throat> they say... And I don't think they're bad people for any of this in the first place, but this mm-hmm. really sweetens the pot is they were embarrassed to admit that they were phonies because they fooled Sir Arthur friggin Conan Doyle or friggin Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, if you prefer. They, <laughs> they fooled Sir Arthur Conan Doyle into believing them. Yeah, <laughs> like a smart,
1: famous, well-known man. And they were children <laughs> and, and just having a laugh. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sure they didn't think, oh, well, we got in trouble by our mom, so we're going to fake these photos, and then it's going to get big, and everyone's going to believe it, and then Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is going <laughs> right. to believe it. Like, right. they just were having a laugh. Yeah. They were trying to get out of trouble, and were like, let's do this. Huh? Like, so, to, to use the analogy
0: from before, imagine that the president shows up to your door and says, we were aware you're in possession of an imaginary friend named Jeffy with magic powers. We need him <laughs> to fight. We need him to fight the Russians. Will you bring Jeffy to the White House? <laughs> don't you feel bad and be like, I don't know how you guys believe this. Looks like, how so do you come sorry clean? Break,
1: it's you, but Jeffy isn't real. I hate those chippies,
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, wouldn't you be embarrassed that like someone reputable and smart, like a yeah. grown-up that should know better? Fell for that mm. And that's what they said basically uh, the, the the quote was I never even thought of it As being a fraud It was just this is uh, Francis speaking It was just Elsie and I having a bit of fun And I can't understand to this day Why they were taken in They wanted to be taken in
1: Yeah well yeah and that's exactly it Yeah People want to believe things and so they believe things Even when the evidence isn't there
0: Yeah and I think it's kind of sweet That they just
1: Let's just if, let it go. It's like, that, well, it's also, you don't want to piss on someone's parade, right? Like, You don't
0: want to embarrass anyone, for one. Yeah. And yeah, you don't want to disappoint people either. You don't want... Yeah. People seem to be enjoying it.
1: Yeah. yeah. And like you said, it's all but harmless. Yeah, exactly. What's the point of, like, <laughs> pulling the rug out from under anyone when it's like, well, no one's getting hurt and mm-hmm. it seems to make them happy? <laughs> I mean... And it's friggin' Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. <laughs> That's
0: the thing; they fooled the man that wrote Sherlock Holmes yeah, into that believing. Makes it a little sad. <laughs> I mean, the man who wrote the quintessential mystery novels of mm. the twentieth century, and and for some reason he believed there were fairies.
1: Wouldn't that be humiliating? You know what? I bet this wouldn't have fooled Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i probably not (laughs) it's just i don't know i found that very sweet i found that explanation to make a lot of sense
1: yeah that's a good reason to kind of keep going for a while uh, context that it really ties the whole thing together and again it's
0: not like they ever made money on this yeah you know they this was i mean they disappeared from public life on more or less on purpose for like 50 years yeah um So anyway, yeah. You can still see these photos. Yeah, you can actually. All five of them are available on Wikipedia uh, pretty plainly. Um,
1: I remember looking at them and going, yeah, that doesn't look real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, like that's the thing is like to to put a fine point on it, like anyone should have been able to spot this from a million miles away for a few reasons. Um, the, The shading on them doesn't look right. Like when you look at it now, they don't look real. They don't look shaded properly. They look like they're just like like shadowless figures stuck in the front of, you know, like in the foreground. Um And someone even pointed out that the haircuts on them are like Parisian hairstyles, like <laughs> that that like don't make sense in Cottingley, England in the first place. Yeah, um, and kind of wouldn't make sense on a ferry in the first place. Like, why would they have distinctly Parisian hairstyles?
1: Maybe they were Parisian fairies on vacation.
0: Maybe. That's one explanation. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I don't have much of a conclusion on this, except to say that, again, to the point that I tried to make at the beginning of all this, what people, and we've made many times since, like what people want to believe shapes very much what they, what they believe. Um, and so while all the signs were there all along...
1: <laughs> you know, friggin' um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle.
0: Friggin' Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. That's really embarrassing. Yeah. The dude wrote, literally wrote the book on solving mysteries.
1: <laughs> they waited till he died.
0: You know, uh, they, they, well, they waited well past that, but yeah. Yeah. They did. Because I just, oh God, the humiliation.
2: Mm hmm.
0: You're fooled by kids with a cutout picture book. That didn't even try that hard (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's it That's the story of the Cottingley Fairies I think it's pretty well put to bed now Um, There is no mystery at all Right Uh,
1: Thank you for doing that justice Um, I feel like you did it better than I would have Because when I originally looked into it It didn't look super hard But basically what I came across Was like Yep These two girls took some Big pictures of fairies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is I knew that the events by themselves are like, it's not that they're not a story, but it's kind of a mild story. But I think the real story is the human interest angle of all this thing. Yeah. of like really appreciating like, just the I just can't imagine if someone took the silly things I said when I was a kid. Yeah. And bought into them wholesale and then i had to keep up the lie <laughs> cuz they cuz it would make because them look dumb because
1: someone famous was like <clears throat> yes yeah.
0: so that's it cottingley Fairies, very charming little story uh there's still um the cottingley has a website that has their whole history ever since the doomsday census doomsday census right mm-hmm. um and they even have like in town like placards around about their history and the the cottingley Fairy story is like they – their big thing
1: it's their bread and butter
0: yeah it's still it's still something they're i don't know if proud of is the right word but it's their it's their claim to fame right yeah so
1: let's go there yeah let's go next time take some pictures of fairies
0: next time i'm in uh northern england uh i will swing by cottingly briefly i guess (laughs) (laughs) play in a river and look for fairies all right um but that's it that's goose chase we did, Am we mine. did, we did another one.
1: We did it.
0: We did another one. We
1: did it. We did it. Yeah.
0: Yay. Now we're gonna go to bed.
1: Yup.
0: <laughs> it's it's not all that late, but it's like we're wrapping Goose Chase at eleven o'clock. Ugh, God, I want to sleep so bad. I knew it was gonna happen. To I just knew we'd be doing <sighs> this forever.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> uh,
0: so, thank you for listening again to Goose Chase.
1: Goose Chase.
0: We will see you next week with another episode.
1: All right.
0: Have a nice week. Please send us your suggestions. You
1: too.
0: No, you. no, you. No, you.
1: You have a better week. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, give us some suggestions.
0: Let us know what you think. Let us know your suggestions. Send us an email. Um, send us a cupcake, whatever. Uh, we will see you in one week with more Goose Chase. Thank you for listening.
1: Uh, bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod, and our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com.
0: If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcastgmail.com. At if you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play.
1: Want to go on a goose chase?
2: Ooh, yes.